Hey guys, I'm so sorry that I haven't put an episode up for a couple of days. I've had a lot of things happening, and this episode's been recorded after I've watched tonight's Neighbours, just straight after I watched it. So I'm going to record this one, and then I might record another one to put up tomorrow. Um, Now, I know I did say, oh yeah, I'm going to put up my storyline to talks for Ned and Lauren, but I'm waiting for a big surprise, which I'm not going to say happen, and then I will be putting that episode up. Um, So... What this episode is going to be all about is the 16 new spoilers that were released by Neighbours show boss Jason Herbson, who's one of the producers of the show. So, um, my screen's been supposed to come my phone screen, so just hold on. Okay, so we're going to start number one. The D storyline is far from over. So I'm going to read what Jason says and then give my thoughts on this. Um. I've always talked about it as a three-act story, but now I'm going to have to revise it to four acts as we're currently filming a new twist. This angle wasn't mapped at the start, but it's great to territory to mine. It's great territory to mine. I love watching Madeline rest on set. Her performance is utterly rewriting. The timeline for telling all the characters has been very spread out, and I appreciate that requires viewers' patience, but there is an end game, and we are all excited to tell it. So... My thoughts on this is, I was hoping this storyline would be over last year once they had fled the country. Um, the reason this is, it was because I was just getting sick of it, like real quick. I got sick of the storyline, super quick. I don't know. I think because it was dragging on for too long, in my personal opinion. Like, I know I only went for a month or two, but it was starting to get boring real quick, quickly. And like the viewers, like, like Soon enough, knew that it wasn't actually D. Excuse me. Yeah, so I was just getting sick of it because I was going for way too long, and I was hoping once it was done, it would be done for good. Um, but I'm looking forward to seeing where the producers take it. Okay. Um, the next spoiler from Jason here is the unresolved mysteries were always going to be tied up. So, neighbors have left us hanging for. We, for the last 12 months, we several mysteries, like including Piper's mystery saviour on the when she got kidnapped, and the return of Paige and Jack's baby Gabe. So, um, I'm going to read what Jason told us now, and then I'll give you some thoughts. Everything was planned from the beginning, and there is a resolution in sight, Jason told Digital Display. We do major forward planning four times a year, and often plan a mix of long-term and shorter-term arcs. This has been the case for a number of years now, but it may be more noticeable in the case of a clue puzzle type. Now, he gave us an example here. To give you an example, going back in time, the Brad, Lauren, Therese storyline, where we had a five-year plan. Some major elements changed along the way, and we also always needed to be flexible. But we do think of some character arcs that far ahead. So, um... My thoughts on this, as this has recently started airing, like, over the last few nights, um, like, last night we found out it was Cassius who killed Hamish, not Tyler. Always had a suspicion about Tyler as innocent. And my thoughts on this was, this is good, it's a drama, like, like drama for a year. We haven't had too much drama, apart, really, apart from Paige sleeping with Jack and the hour movie went special and the kidnapping of Gabe. We haven't had too much major drama um, this year until all this stuff was getting revealed. We hadn't really had much drama. So um, I'm loving um, like seeing what actually happened to 
compared to what we believed happened. Dig if you get what I mean. Okay. Um, I'm going to turn to my phone passcode in. The next spoiler. Some familiar faces will be returning. So, Neighbours has given us some, some more blasts from a past issue. I'm reading this off my phone, guys. If Jane Harris, Izzy Hoyland, Stu Parker, Angie Rebecca, Stoney, Rebecca, Hillary Robinson, Lance Wilkinson, Lauren Carpenter, now Turner, and Cindy Watts, among those who have popped back for visits this year, Jason confirmed to Doodle Spool Spy. One recent returnee will be back for a longer stint before the year's out. I'm hoping it's either Stu, but I've heard it's could one rumour said it's Stu, one rumour said it's Jane. I'm hoping it's Stu. Um Okay. We'll also say someone who hasn't been on the show for quite a while, which is a real treat. And then he's like, hmm, who could it be? Um, I have two theories on this. One, it could be Beth Brennan Pride Runner in Beulia or a recast because she's Ned's mum. There's a connection there. Two, it could be Pam Rillis, but she was last seen a couple of years ago, so it might not be her. But I did not have another theory that came to my head. It could be one of Paul's kids, so it could be like L or someone like that. Because L hasn't been on the show for a while. Or it could be somebody from the original um, seasons, if you get what I mean. Okay. Um, next. Want to have a drink? The next spoiler is Liz Conway will be back too this year. So um, this is what Craig said. Not Craig. Jason said here, Deborah Lawrence will be back as Liz, Jason revealed. I, I love the clarity of her relationship with Susan, and she's truly the mother from hell to Ellie and B. So there's a lot more to explore there, is what Jason said. My thoughts on this, I don't get why they're bringing Liz back. Like, the girls made it very clear they wanted nothing further to do with her. Um, now, I'm just going to clear this up. I hated Liz, but Deborah, I used to watch Home and Ray, like, years ago, like a few years ago when I was big on it and I'd watch reruns from my old episodes from the original show. Um, and I believe that Deborah did an awesome job as Pippa. It's just the character of Liz I don't like. I don't like Deborah as a person. Her acting's really great in both Neighbours and Home Away, but I just don't like Liz. Um, so I'm just clearing that one up. Um, the next spoiler, as I'll zoom in my screen here, Next spoiler I have got, the door isn't closed on Tyler, Jason said. So, um, here, fans were devastated when Tyler bowed out this year, like Travis Burns bowed out as Tyler Brandon this year, especially considering he didn't get a goodbye sandwich with his soulmate, Piper Rillis. Um, so, keeping things vague, Jason teased, it would be amazing to see Tyler return for Time being, he's serving a pretty serious jail time and refusing to let Piper visit him. But it would really be an interesting storyline, and we do try to do interesting things. That's all I can say at this point. So, by the sounds of things, he'll be back. My thoughts on this is, I loved Tyler. I'll be happy to see him if he is set to be back. Um, the next one's Valeria leading to the door isn't closed on someone else either. The door isn't closed on Steph either. So, we saw Steph Scully leave once again in June for the third or fourth time she's left. Um, so, this is what Jason had to say here. Responding to the fan reaction, Jason explained to Digital Rules Fly, I love Steph and the door is definitely open for her to return. When we brought her back three years ago, we wanted to tell the story of someone who had been through tough times and wanted to keep her life back on track. 
It was always Steph's objective to get on top of her health and finances. She, she could find a way to reunite with her boys. She was successful in doing that, and it made sense for her to reunite with them. I'm a huge fan of Carla Bonner, and I certainly hope we'll see her again soon. Okay, so I'm Sam Jason. I loved Carla. She did an awesome job as Steph. Um, I'm always happy to see Steph on screen. Um, I loved her with Lucas, and I loved her in general, so I'm always happy to see her on screen. Um, Carla did an amazing job with all the storylines she got given. So that's my opinion on that one. Um, the next one I've got here, Clive's backstory could be explored. So it might be that Clive's been explored. So here is what Jason had to say. Is Colette a fan of Clive? I never would have guessed. Real love Jeff Payne and he will definitely continue to see. We will definitely continue to see him pop in and out of the show. For the time being, we are happy with his semi-regular appearances. And I believe it works well for Jeff too, as he has a busy life outside the show. I'd like Jeff for his children and exile for one day. I have a sneaky feeling that Sheila might not get along too well with her. So my thoughts on this, it would be great to actually have Clive's backstory explained because I'm too young to have known the original show. It would be great to explore why he's the way he is. Um, Number eight, which is a major, major spoiler. In fact, the, ready, the, the cast... Had a screening last night, so the 22nd of August, um, of this episode. And Olympia Valance, who played Paige and Alyssa Rillis, Smith, they crashed it. So David and Aaron's wedding will be referred. So September 3rd is Randy's wedding goes to air. And I cannot wait because it's the first legalised um, gay marriage wedding to go to air on Australian TV. Here is what Jason had to say. Um... It's a fantastic episode. The first same-sex wedding on Australian TV. Since my, since marriage equality was legalised, it was meaningful to all of us on the production. We loved Darren, so David and Aaron, that's their shit name. And it was extra special to, trip, an extra special treat to cast. Magda Suspensi. So if you don't know who Magda is, um, like UK or Brit- US or Sweden or wherever you're listening and you don't know who Magda is, Magda used to play Sharon in an iconic Australian TV show, Kath and Kim. She did an awesome job of Sharon. um, I'm going to post on the Facebook group a bit about Kath and Kim. Or I might, I'm thinking maybe in the future I might start another podcast. Um, And we'll do an episode on Kath and Kim, who knows. Um, As for Celebrant, she was a big campaigner for marriage and clarity here, over here. So, yes. I should mention that. It, Magda is lesbian, like bisexual, I think, or lesbian one or two. And she was pushing and pushing for years for marriage equality to happen in Australia. It was filmed on a pretty cold and miserable Melbourne day. Yes, I could see that via cast Instagram story. Where everyone had the biggest smile on our face, our art department created a fantastic setting, which I've seen photos of. Chris Ad said, Yeah, I run a good job of directing, and Paul Gates said, Dark side wrote a terrific trip. So my thoughts, I cannot wait to see this reading to go to air. Next spoiler, the show is upping the ante. Um, so they have recently wrote about how Neighbours is on fire right now, thanks to extra mix of dramatic and character-based stories. Plus the fact that the content classification has recently been upgraded for the first time in the TV's history from G to PG. Um, da-da-da. Can you hear more? 
Yes. So here we go. This is what Jason had to say there. Um, it's gratifying to see such a positive response to our efforts tonight. We always strive to deliver the perfect blend of drama, romance, and humour. That hasn't changed exactly right. Um, however, we have certainly been making an making effort to tell more heightened stories in recent times, and that will continue. We all we've also had some new cast join this year, and that always provides fresh story momentum. Um, especially with cast. Yes, I'm just going to focus out here. On change from GCPG and whether it will make more of an impact in the months ahead, he added. It won't be a seismic change, but there will be a little more scope in some circumstances. We are still a daytime slash early evening show on both sides of the globe and remain a family-friendly viewing option. All of the episodes currently on air were actually plotted before the shift to PG. There you go. So, like, even Baby Gabe for gaming ceremony, um, Oh, no, actually, that was G. I'm sorry. Even, I think Ned's Return was one of the first um, PG episodes. I'm not sure. Um, but, yes, I'm looking forward to more drama um, with it. So, that's going to be great. Um, next spoiler, major spoiler here. So, big plans for Christmas episode. Um, and I was going back actually and doing the working out with my sister the other day because she used to be not so much anymore. Um, and we worked out the last Christmas episode actually went to air in 2015 in episode 7268. Um, this was the episode where Amber told her family she was leaving and Brad and Trace had their first Christmas as a separated couple. Um, and we was on the run in this one. So here is what it says here. So normally at this time of the year, so normally at the end of the year, neighbours fans start like now start neighbours fans start speculating about the end of the year cliffhanger. But now, but season finales are now a thing of the past, which is awesome. I'm really happy about that. The show is airing all year around as a part of a new deal with Channels of Art. So we finally will get to see Ramsey Street residents celebrating Christmas at the right time, which I'm gonna love at being on all year. I'll be able to watch an episode each day, which is gonna be great, including Christmas. I can't wait to see the Christmas episode because I'm hoping the villages are in that. I reckon I will be. Um I think it's fantastic that viewers were, that viewers get to enjoy year round neighbours. In terms of cliffhanger opportunities, it's not such an evolution from our recent style where we have major story peaks throughout the year jason explained this christmas the christmas episode is going to be very neighbors of course it will be there's lots of community cheer as well as some very dramatic storylines playing out too our 8,000th episode is just a couple of episodes before so it will be a special time for sure yes i can't believe i nearly got 8,000 episodes i can remember when it was 6646 um, I'm going to remember that episode is because Willis has arrived. I didn't watch the show at the time, but I know that. Okay, um, next, so I'm looking forward to that. That's my opinion on that. Next spoiler, Carl will meet his long-lost sister. Excuse me for a second. My throat is absolutely dry today. So anyone who knows about neighbor's history will have spotted the name of the celebrant who marries David and Aaron, who we were talking about before. And, and it has a very familiar sounding name, surname, Jemima Davis Smith. Now I haven't watched the show. I didn't watch the show when the storyline went to air, but 
the person Carl thought was his father wasn't his father. He got <coughs> his mother had an affair with somebody named Ronnie or Ron Smith or however you pronounce her name. So Jason had to say this. Gemma Davis Smith or however you pronounce it is played by the wonderful Magnus of Bertie, who I was mentioning before. She first appears as a surprise celebrant at David and Aaron's wedding and is revealed to have a connection to the Kennedy family. Jemima has a very unique approach to relationships, which creates a fair bit of conflict, not to mention laughs. So dynamic with Susan is priceless. Um, I can't wait to see Magna, Magda, I'm sorry, back on my screens again. So that's going to be awesome. Now some final mini teasers from Jason. Here we go. Paul Robinson will be confronted by a couple of new relationships which spring up in Aaron's bar, putting his loyalties to the test. I know what one of them will be. I bet one of them are Therese and Liam. My thoughts on this, anything, Paul deserves anything he gets. I'm sorry, but I'm not big on Paul. I'm like Brad. I'm not big on Paul. Okay, next one. Around October, we will have a brilliant new character arrive with a daring scheme to, scheme to create a place for herself in one of our households, which has been lots of fun to plot. So, I'm not sure who this is going to be. This could be Jemima. This could be a new character who hasn't been announced yet. So, I'm looking forward to this. Um, to finding out who it is, actually, is my main thing I'm looking forward to. Next one. Chloe will also have a strong focus in upcoming months, both on the work, health, and romantic front. Um, okay. I can't wait to see this because April Rose Pengilly has been doing a really good job with the storyline and I wanted to see, continue seeing her awesome work and seeing how well she plays Chloe in that storyline. Yes, I four of our characters will be involved in a juicy, juicy conspiracy later in the year, which will bring lots of drama. This is going to be interesting. I would love to see this um, happen. Now, the final teaser here is we've also just filmed a storyline in the smoke, in the smoke, snow, which is a completely new adventure for Neighbours. Um, I can't wait for this to happen, actually. It's going to be really good. Um, Kate Kendall, of course, the lovely Lauren Turner, um, posted on Instagram that she directed those episodes, and I've seen who's in them, too. So we've got Chloe, played by April Rose Pangilly, Tim Roberts, who's playing part Price Grayson, I think his name is, um, Matty Wilson, who plays Laura, uh, Aaron, and there was somebody else, and I can't remember. So that's for 16 new teasers from Jason. So that is all I have time for for today. Um, tomorrow I will probably do an episode about um, Cassius and his secrets. Who knows? I might not do that. I might just do that in the year. I'm going to have a neighbours talk to you around up with the major stuff for years. So I might do that in that. Um, anyway, if you want to look up the podcast on the socials, on Instagram, where you can is at Neighbours Talks Podcast. And our Facebook group is Neighbours Talks Podcast. Until I speak to you tomorrow, I will see you guys. Bye.